From Clocker Valley in County Tyrone we present Let the Bible Speak It's good to have you join us as Gospel Minister the Rev. Peter McIntyre is here to let the Bible speak and preach Christ in all his fullness. Turning in the scriptures to Acts chapter 20 and the verse 17. And from Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church. And when they were come to him, he said unto them, Ye know from the last day that I came into Asia, after what manner I have been with you at all seasons, serving the Lord with all humility of mind, and with many tears and temptations which befell me by the lying in wait of the Jews. And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. We know that God will bless the reading of his word to our hearts. I just want to talk about repentance. Repentance toward God. The Apostle Paul was saying farewell to the church at Ephesus. He was with the elders of the church, and he reflected upon his ministry among them, and he said he held nothing back that was profitable. And as he taught them publicly, and 
as he taught them publicly and as he went from house to house. He spoke to the Jews and to the Greeks. He had the same message for everyone. There was no distinction. There wasn't a message for one group that he didn't bring to another. He brought a message that was appropriate for everyone. And part of this message was repentance toward God. There were two aspects to it, actually. Repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. But let's just think of this word, repentance. We all need to repent. The Jews and the Greeks both needed to repent. And we all need to repent. And the reason is very simple, because we are all sinners. The Bible says that all have sinned. They have come short of the glory of God. That includes us all. Every one of us are included within the scope of sin. And if we are to become Christians, we need to repent of that sin. If you have never repented, then you are not a Christian. And if you are to become a Christian, then it is absolutely vital that you repent. But this repentance is defined. It is repentance toward God. I just want to think about what this means, repentance toward God. Repentance is a turning from sin. It's putting our backs to our sin. Having done with our sin forever and coming to trust Christ as Saviour. You cannot be a Christian and have your sin at the same time. Now I'm not saying that every Christian is perfect. In fact, no Christian is perfect. And we struggle with our sin. But a true Christian isn't happy with sin. A true Christian repudiates sin, turns away from it, and is determined to live a different kind of life. So repentance defines the change, the transformation that takes place in somebody's life when they become a Christian. They become a new person, a new creature in Christ. There is a turning from sin. But yet, Paul defines this repentance as a repentance toward God. And it is a repentance that's mixed with faith. So there is a repentance toward God and there is a faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. The two things come together. Now there are forms of repentance that are not of faith. There are forms of repentance that are not toward God and there are forms of repentance that will not save. So what is the repentance that we need to avoid? The repentance that we may lean upon which actually is not salvation. What is it? There are some people who repent because of a sense of shame. They've done something wrong. They realise it's wrong. They're ashamed of what they have done. They feel humiliated by what they have done. But that's not repentance toward God. There are some people who turn away from their sin because they suffer the consequences of it. Their sin has brought them terrible hurt. Perhaps it has hurt others. A person languishing in a prison cell because of some crime, done harm to someone else, even committed murder. That person may say, that was a terrible thing I have done. I wouldn't do that again because they're suffering the consequences of what they have done wrong. But that doesn't mean that person's a Christian. Just because we feel the consequences of our sin doesn't make us a Christian. And there are some people who turn from their sin because of a fear of hell. And they are terrified of hell. Terrified in case they might drop down into hell. But a fear of hell itself doesn't make us a Christian. There must be something more than that. Something positive. It's about turning to Christ. 
It's about knowing that we're going to heaven. And yes, there should be a fear of hell. And there's something seriously wrong with, it, wrong with us if we don't fear hell. But that in itself will not make us a child of God. And there are some people who turn away from their sin because of the guilt of a misspent life. Many as a person reaches into later years and looks back over youth or even middle ages, thinks of where they've gone wrong, lives with those regrets, lives with that guilt. But having that guilt and feeling sorry about the wasted years, that in itself doesn't make you a Christian. Then there are some and they only partially repent. They repent of one sin but not of another. They repent of one misdeed but they hold on to something else. They repent of one pleasure but they hold on to another pleasure. And of course that's not true repentance because when the Lord says to repent, the whole person needs to repent. Every sin needs to be repented of because we need to understand that sin is something that captures and captivates our whole nature, captivates our whole being. We shouldn't think of the the criminal in the prison cell as being the sinner in need of repentance. Yes, that person does need to repent. But the person who's good living, who occupies a pew on a Sunday, that person needs to repent as well. If we think of the human race, we can characterize it as being a family. And they're religious members of that family and they're irreligious members. There are people in that family imprisoned, incarcerated. There are people in that family who are good living, who do charitable deeds. But they all have something in common. They're all sinners. And each one needs to repent. The person who has squandered their life on the pleasures of this world brought their body even down to well health, that person knows they're a sinner and knows they've done terrible things. But the person who's good living thinks they're all right. They may be a worse sinner, a bigger sinner, because they haven't accepted their sin, because they're filled with a sense of pride. Somehow they're okay. You see, we are all sinners and we need to understand that. Because of that, we need to repent. And this repentance must be toward God. You see, these words toward God define us. These words toward God define precisely what repentance must be. Repentance is acknowledging that our lives make us guilty before God. Before the God who made all things, we stand guilty. He sees all things. He observes all things. He looks right into our heart, our soul, our mind, our conscience. He sees we are sinners. This repentance must be toward him. The prodigal son is one of the greatest stories ever told. A boy who left home, took his inheritance, squandered it, wasted it, was left with nothing. His friends abandoned him, ended up feeding the pigs. Then he came to himself and he said, I must go home. I'll go to my father. He didn't talk about going home to his brother. He didn't talk about going home to the nurse that reared him. He didn't talk about going home to others in the family circle. He was coming home to his father because he had wronged his father. And he was determined to go to the father and say, I have sinned. I don't deserve to be called your son anymore. Just make me one of your servants. That was true repentance. I'll come into the home again. I'll take a lowly place. I'll work for you. 
I'd be willing not to be even known as a son, just as long as I could be in this home. Will you take me back? There was no pride there. There was no arrogance there. He just came as he was, in his old filthy garment smelling of the pigs. He came as he was. And he was forgiven. And that's true repentance. Are you willing to come to God today? To trust him? To give him your life? The great message is, Jesus Christ died. And he shed his precious blood for our sins. That we might be redeemed. Sin isn't worth holding on to. So many people, they will not become a Christian because they want some sin. They won't give it up. It's not worth it. It's not worth losing your soul over. Come to God as you are. And just as the Father watched for the prodigal returning, so God, he's calling you. He's waiting for you. He'll bring you into his family. Turn from your sin today. Repentance toward God. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Let the Bible Speak. If we can be of any further spiritual help, or if you would like to receive some free gospel literature, we invite you to write to us. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. That's Let the Bible Speak, Rev. Peter McIntyre, 13 Willand Crescent, 5 Mile Town, County Tyrone, BT75OQL. You may hear Mr. McIntyre preach each Lord's Day here in Clocker Valley Free Presbyterian Church at 11.30am and 7pm. For further information, you may phone us at 028-8952-1611. We assure you of a very warm welcome at all the services and look forward to having you visit with us. Thank you for listening today. May the Lord richly bless you, and don't forget to tune in on this same station at the same time next week, when once again we turn to the Scriptures and let the Bible speak.